A whole lot has happened in the last couple of days. Obviously, a lot of it happening in Tulsa with women's tennis outside of what the Bulls have done to get to the semifinals. We started with 11 teams or down to four, so there have been a handful of other results we'll peruse for you. Softball was actually pretty busy on Wednesday night while USF was playing in Gainesville. A lot of power conference matchups for the league and mixed results, mostly on the positive end. Baseball will preview what's happening this weekend for you and give you some women's basketball news, a lot of it coaching. On the men's side, a couple of big-time performers both entering the transfer portal. One is SMU's point guard and all-conference performer in Kendrick Davis. And Tyson Etienne, who seems like he was at Wichita State for six years, will actually have a grad transfer year, so we'll keep an eye on where those individuals land. The women's basketball coaches' notes coming up in just a second, but as far as the rest of the results at the women's conference tournament, it's all gone according to seed, with the exception being the Bulls. SMU took down Cincinnati in the quarterfinals yesterday 4 nothing, and really only two of the singles matches were even close, with SMU at number four and number six winning by scores of 7-6 to six and 7-5. to five. The Bearcats were the seven seed. Again, they had an 11-match winning streak, but against kind of inferior competition. And so they were 15-6 and six in the regular season, but they ran into SMU, and it was over. The Bearcats did eliminate Wichita State in the first round, but the Shockers, the last half of the season, had to give up two points. They were shorthanded due to injury and other factors, so they essentially went into matches knowing they would have to win two double sets to take the doubles point, and if they didn't, they'd have to go 4-1 and one in singles, and that's just a tough hole to climb out of. So that sets up SMU against host Tulsa. That match is kind of everything when it comes to the conference's second spot in the NCAA tournament, or maybe second of three if... I don't know, a team from Tampa wins and stuns everybody by coming back to take the whole thing. But your Tulsa SMU winner in the semifinals is all but certain to get into the NCAA tournament, both teams in the top 50. However, Tulsa really had to work to beat Houston. Final score was 4-1. to one. Houston took the doubles point. It was wild. They clinched it at the number two spot while the third double set was actually in a tiebreaker. So that's a strange way to have things ended. But either way, Tulsa was down and they had to take four of these six singles matches. Well, they got easy quick wins at the first two spots, but everything else was in a third set. So if you're Houston, you got to win three of those sets. And Tulsa got two wins before the others could be completed. Actually, Houston was about to win at number five singles. So the Cougars certainly acquitted themselves well. They had an easy time of it in the first round against the bottom seed in the conference, East Carolina. The three singles victories that they needed were all routes. Actually, East Carolina made the other matches relatively close, but it was a comfortable advance for Houston. And the team that the Bulls are playing today, Memphis, as we talked about on Bulls Beat, had a stiff challenge against the five-seed Tulane. Four or five matches, usually going to be pretty tight, and it was. And the Bulls will try and shock another opponent today. And if they win, they'll get the SMU Tulsa winner tomorrow. The championship match on the women's side is set for Saturday at 5 o'clock Eastern time. The quarterfinals on the men's side today, well, you know what happened with the war on I-4. It'll be USF against top-seeded SMU tomorrow after the Mustangs, as fully I expected, were able to shut out Temple, the 8th seed, for nothing. Other side of the bracket, 2-seed Memphis against Wichita and 3-seed Tulsa against Tulane. Said there's been some women's basketball coaching news. Temple, we already told you about their new head coach, Diane Richardson, formerly of Towson. Well, she's brought on board an assistant with her there for the last five years, Cheyenne Curley, who was a four-year starter at point guard for Howard, and Miles Jackson, who again was on her staff there. Zach Cantor has been named their associate head coach. 
And again, was with Richardson the last five years at Towson, so she's brought all of her familiar names to the American Athletic Conference. I thought this was great at Wichita State. Keitha Adams adds a pretty familiar face. It would be the person who coached her as a player in high school. Jim Littell, who in 2021 was the Big 12 Coach of the Year at Oklahoma State, got them to six NCAA tournament appearances. Yeah, they finished second in that conference a couple years ago, and now he is an assistant for Wichita State. He was Keitha Adams' head coach in high school at Oxford High School there in Kansas. Talk about coming back to join somebody. Deneen Parker, who was an assistant at SMU for 21 years before going off to Houston, has now been brought back by their new head coach, Toyel Wilson, who wouldn't have really any other connection to Deneen Parker as Wilson came from Michigan. And Cincinnati will be looking to add a member to its staff as it loses associate head coach Melissa Colby, who had been with Michelle Clark Hurd since she was the Bearcats coach starting in 2018. And Colby will be departing on good terms. She has been named the head coach at Wittenberg University, which happens to be her alma mater. Softball this weekend, UCF is at Houston. The Knights are 9-0 in the conference, 37-10 overall. Wichita State is your second-place team. It will be hosting Memphis, so you got to assume that those are going to stay your top two teams unless Houston can really pull something off. In fact, the Knights, in a weird way, could help the Bulls get into third place if they can take the series against Houston, and USF can do the same against Tulsa. The Bulls are 5-4 and four in fourth place, but assuming UCF wins the series at Houston and the Bulls beat Tulsa, they'll exit the weekend in third place. Wichita run-ruled Kansas on Wednesday night, 9-1 to in five innings. You know, Addison Barnard's pretty good. The outfielder for Wichita hit two home runs, her second straight game with two homers, giving her a nation-leading 22. And the Shockers have three other players with exactly 11. While I'm thinking of it, one of them, Sidney McKinney, along with our own Georgina Corrick, and I meant to mention this on Bulls Beat, but we'll do it here, have both been named one of the 25 finalists for USA Softball Collegiate Player of the Year. Those are your only two from the American. Speaking of that, the latest softball projections have the Bulls as the only non-Power 5 team getting an at-large. They are one of the last four teams into the field, but Wichita is the first team out. So there's still a pretty good chance that the Shockers can get in there, and I think the Bulls will move up the seed line, if you will. Also on that top 25 list, Skylar Wallace, who the Bulls just found out about, of course, the outstanding player for the Florida Gators. Houston actually gave Texas a battle. Mind you, the Longhorns knocked off Oklahoma last weekend. Houston went to Austin, lost 6-4, to fell behind 5-0 through two innings on a trio of homers, but actually got the score to five to four. Definitely a little nod here to East Carolina. Remember, they took UCF to the wire in a couple of low-scoring affairs. Well, on Wednesday night against a strong NC State team, they were up five to two. Faith Jarvis had a big bases-clearing triple in Raleigh, but a grand slam by the Wolfpack gave them a 6-5 lead in the bottom of the fourth, and even though the Pirates would tie it on a Joy Fitante home run in the top of the six. The Wolfpack would answer with three bases loaded walk slash hit by pitches to take the 9-6 victory. And tonight's Bulls opponent, Tulsa, challenged Oklahoma State. But that is indeed a challenge as the Cowgirls defeated them 12-1. Baseball, after sweeping UCF last weekend, East Carolina surges back to the top of the standings 7-2. Tulane and Cincinnati are both a game behind. Houston and UCF are both 5-4 tied for fourth. Then it's 
Memphis in six at three and six, and the Bulls and Wichita both at two and seven. Big series this weekend, pretty easy to point out. East Carolina at Tulane. Those are the two teams with the best overall profiles in the conference right now. UCF is going to be in Wichita this weekend and Memphis in Houston during our broadcast of the Bulls and Bearcats. We'll, of course, let you know what's going on in those series as well. And we'll also probably do an in effect conference show as we'll let you know how tennis did in addition to a round one update, of course, from the men's golf tournament in Brooksville. That'll do it for the Friday show. Thanks for checking it out. I'm Derek Sharp.